welcome back to Pixar. It didn't happen. This is what episode fourteen? Yeah, episode fourteen. We took a fucking break, and you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So I hope you're still fucking listening. Ah, you guys missed us too. Probably. So special guest today again of uh, an illustrious alumni of the show, Mister Dat Motherfucker Jenkins. Go ahead and give us a say hello. Yeah, yeah. Woo. What's up, dudes? <laughs> yeah. So we brought him on here because he's got some expertise on some shit that I happen to talk about frequently, and Paul it does too. We we yes. like anime. Yeah, but, I'm a fucking weeb. Oh, deep, deep soul. Uh, <laughs> it, it goes deep. But first thing we want to talk about this week, because this is a show about going to concerts, we actually <laughs> just recently went to a concert. Holy shit. It was my return back to going to shows because I had to take a break because uh, my girlfriend had to have hip surgery. Yes. Fucking crazy ass shit. It was like three months we was gone? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. It was good to come home. And we came home to jelly motherfucking roll at the at, at a place we said we weren't going to go back to. We <laughs> went back to the Citadel. Yeah. They still don't have a liquor license. The worst fucking venue in the tri-state. The bro, I, I I'm with you. We now christen this the worst venue in the tri-state. It has now beat out Club Voodoo because it doesn't exist anymore. Voodoo's gone. Gone. Dope. Yeah, all with the it. security from Voodoo work at the Alarosa now. Oh Jesus! I, I think yeah, that's exactly. why. I, oh shit! Exactly. I think that's why they're having that that new twisted show. I think that's why they're having it at fucking um, at Scully's. Uh, yeah, Scully's. I've never been there. Is that place dope? As far as I know, I've never been there either. Oh fuck! Uh, I guess I'll find out. But we are going off topic quickly because that's what stoners do, and I'm going to veer us back in that direction. So the first thing I want to talk about is the homie Nasty definitely put it out for us. He gave us these dope ass fucking wristbands and places to park for two. Free. Two wristbands. Uh, you're getting ahead of yourself. We got we to we get there to that point. So we walk into the Citadel and they, they take us to a different side of the place that we've, I, I didn't get to go to last time. Like the place was bigger than it was, at least for the, the fucking churches will show. I'll give them that much. They fucking needed it too. Well, there's two sides of it. There's a smaller stage area, and then there's the larger stage area. Well, the, lar- the larger stage area was definitely a lot fucking bigger than what it Zool got. That wasn't finished being remodeled at the time of Church of Zool. So that's why mm. every big show we've been to since then has been in the larger area that's more suited to that kind of concert. And that's why we brought you on here, because you know more shit than I do about this shit. But I just anyway, the sound, guys. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the homie, the homie nasty. So he set up us, uh, set us up this little grill area that was supposed to be uh, out back in uh, a little bit adjacent to the parking lot, and we're all piled up like what was it, ten deep, standing at this fucking door. And About this, that, this little dude just fucking decided today was the day to put on his big boy pants. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't even still completely understand what the situation was, but he's like. Y'all can't go out there. And I mean, this is the dude specifically set this up for us because we're friends. That was how this was supposed to play out. You know, we had a little grill area and shit. And I guess you could call it our VIP section. But he was like, so not letting us out there. And it it became this elongated giant fucking thing about, well, these wristbands are the wrong color, but those wristbands are the right color. And, and, and but, they, but these people have those and those people don't have those. And like three or four different security come and go. They they're arguing about this shit amongst uh who ended up actually solving it. Was it Amber? Was it Nasty? I'm not sure. Oh. But I think Nasty just ended up solving it by coming out and giving us wristbands of another color. 
Yeah. Well, it found it felt kind of like that uh, Doctor Seuss, the fucking Sneeches story, where they <laughs> they go in and out of the machine until some they got stars we didn't and they have don't. Stars upon ours, but we got them. No, we ended up with puppy prints. Oh yeah, it was puppy. It was puppy, puppy prints. Print. It was puppy prints. So back to the topic of where we were at, though. So we they finally let us fucking out there after we get to see uh, the homie po- uh, Nasty and fucking Pope Adrian Blit. Oh my god, I'm bro. high, man. I said it wrong. Say the name, Paul. Pope Adrian Bless. Fuck Three words. All up. Pope Adrian Bless <laughs> and Nasty, better known as Hellfire, they laced. Official. 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 <laughs> they laced the motherfucking stage like we knew they were going to. Nasty told us this was his his last show in 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 the, in the nap area because he has some personal shit to tend to. If you know him, you know what the business is. I won't share the man's business, but he he definitely gave us a hell of a goodbye. Oh, for sure. Definitely, definitely. Uh, it was fucking a great way to start that night out, too. I can't say enough. Pope is Shawn Michaels. He is a showstopper. I can't say it enough. <laughs> oh, he sweats like a whore in church at every damn show. Oh, yeah, dude. I told him, I said, you got the next time, I said, if you ever make it big, I need you to come out in a full Catholic priest fucking gear, like fucking uh, the, the ones in New York with the, the, the full the full up to their neck, down to their fucking feet toga thing. Are you trying to kill this man? <laughs> toga thing. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't know. The, I don't know what they, they yeah, fucking no, wear. No one could ever mislabel you as a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my nose and my hair give it away, but. It's so, just simply called a robe. Bro, it's just simply <laughs> or a frock if you really want to get like friarly with it. I like the frock; that's a good one. But uh, so, young wicked goes on stage. Did you or did Itty give him the the, the actual lowdown on the young Icked thing? <laughs> I think it was me. I dubbed him young Icked. Yeah, somebody actually went and told him to his face, and he giggled. This is this is to the homie fish. Oh, you no, are. No, that, that- been itty because i i don't i don't talk to otis i don't have any like real personal issue with him i just don't really rock his shit so i don't know yeah i mean i'm <laughs> let him hustle let him do his thing but i don't it's same thing with boondocks i don't fucking listen to it so i don't give a shit no nope, i get it totally is but yeah uh he, he got a giggle out of it and we've ruined that girl we, we've definitely ruined young wicked for someone and yeah, I that had to have been itty when he took tasha over there to meet him that's some funny shit but so this is where shit starts to get weird. Motherfuckers start pouring into this shit when Young Wicked goes on stage. Like, I didn't think they could fit this many dirty, dirty, unwashed people in one building. God, there were so many people there. And, and the, the funk was real. Like, I was gonna, <laughs> I was going to go in and enjoy Wicked's set, and I couldn't make it past the bar that wasn't selling alcohol. Right. Bro, 100%. I walked out of the venue after uh, Nasty and Pope's set. And I sat out back the rest of the fucking show. Absolutely. And the thing is, is I really <laughs> go was going to go in. I was going to try to go back in there for Jelly Roll. I was. Now, and they, they so opened. I, I heard Jelly Roll fucking slay from where I was sitting outside. Oh, my yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But it, there was no getting back in there. No. Once people started coming in because they oversold the venue by like 500 tickets or some stupid shit. I knew it was a lot, man. Uh, so there's I, damn. There's damn near 2,000 people in there in a venue that's probably only supposed to hold about 1,400 tops. <laughs> it was so like they many had people, people standing up on the platform by the sound guy. 
Yo, yeah, yeah, they did. Jesus. People people like, smaller than me were dropping down from fucking heat exhaustion. Oh, and I, I was like, nope, no way. I'm not taking my fat ass back in there. Yeah, it was fucking, there was just, when I turned around and like, when they had the, the lighters and shit out, holy fuck, it was just crazy to see that many people packed into that space. Mad props for you for actually surviving in there and taking all them fucking pictures, dog. Ha! Thankfully, I was able to uh, get up uh, on the, in the pit again. Um, Shout out to Joe Christie. Haha. So I got yeah, to do that because holy good. fuck, I don't think I could have done it without that because Jesus Christ, there was too many people. There was so many fuckers. It was, it was, it was, it was honestly, it's the most people I've seen at a show in a very, very, very fucking long time. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, that's definitely a testament to fucking Jelly's skill and, and what he actually brings to the, to the, to the table. It was it was a hell of a show. I, even though I wasn't actually he inside, does have a rather eclectic fan base. <laughs> that, that's very that's true. true. It yeah, does, it does run the like, gamut. Like Juggalos, at least we all kind of like fit into some kind of mold. And like Jelly's a Juggalo, so every now and then you get a fair amount of Juggalos at his shows, but it's never a Jug show. No, that like, was definitely not a Jug show. It that was, was like every meth pipe carrying resident of Indiana <laughs> was at that show. They was pre-gaming in the parking lot on with their natty that, ices. Yeah, on top of that, you had every suburban fan of his. You had every somewhat country fan of his. I mean, like, the, the crowd was fairly diverse. I still, I didn't even see him. probably only two dozen black folk, but <laughs> as far as, like, the, the shades of white within the crowd, it was it was pretty damn diverse. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. And like I said, man, they, they were... Could you imagine being the people who ran that show and just thinking about how much money they missed out on by just not selling beer? Oh right? My God. Just not Could even, you just, imagine just the beer. fucking nightmare they would have had on their hands? Had they oh, been? my God. You get those, like, 35 <laughs> shades of white. Yeah. <laughs> get, them all, get them all drunk. Had mm-hmm. I been drinking, like, I might have gotten in an argument or two because people were just standing too close to each other, bro. Ooh, like, that's I, something... That's something we could definitely talk about. What about that douchebag in the parking lot who about caught a fucking beat down from the both of us with his stupid cell phone? Oh, yeah. The douchebag that walked up wanting me to rap Jelly Roll's lyrics. Oh, it was awesome. This, guy, this guy, I don't even know if he worked for Jelly. He just, he rolled up on me and Rob. No, he was just some random fucking fan. Just a rando. He rolled up on me and Rob he with his phone. suburban category. He, I, I think he was just trying to catch some clout points on his fucking Facebook, and he was like, put his phone like this, like where he's trying to stand in front of us, like he fucking knows us, strike one. And motherfucker's like, <laughs> strike one. Wrap, the, wrap these Jelly Roll lyrics back. And here's the thing. I'm a fan of Jelly, but I don't know his music enough to parrot it back to you. Plus, I was f- facing my, that dude didn't understand. Like, I didn't have a face, and it almost melted off at that point. And he's like, he looks at me, and it hit me. The way he said this shit, I still laughed about it. He's like, he looked right at me. He goes, you look like you belong at a Cypress Hill concert. Like, that was an insult, first of all. What does that even uh, mean? And then what the fuck? I don't even remember what he said to you. He said you belong somewhere else, and then he fucking... The only rock band he could... Because I was wearing my battle vest and shit, so the only rock band he could pull out of his head was Nirvana. Jesus Christ. I mean, at least at least so I do kind like of look like the real. Nirvana costume. Again, like, that's a fucking insult, bro. All right, like, right. No. And he, he started fucking... Like he he stood there for a little bit longer, and then like he th- I think he finally got the vibe. Like, bro, you 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 should leave. Yeah. But it didn't end there, That's dude. I told you he put his fucking head in Eddie's car, and he did the same fucking thing. Bro, Chan was laughing about it on the way home. She was like, "Of all the people in that fucking parking lot, that douchebag could have walked up to." He chose 
Big John and Rob. <laughs> yeah, no, thank, thank, thank God for Casey and her we massive tits because I was ready to hurt him. None of it. it was, what was the fucking point? Yeah, but he, yeah, we're that was that was the end of the night. That was that was the end of it. It was it was a bitch getting out of the parking lot. I'm never going back there again. As long as I fucking live, I'm never going back to that fucking venue. I can't say that because I think there's one or two more shows I want to go that are going to be there. There's I mean, a difference, though. You're going there in a, in a photographer's capacity. You yeah. have a reason. You yeah. don't really get drunk at shows anyway, so the no liquor license thing doesn't bother you too much. Yeah, I can see how as but a fan, that's like not very me, fun. For John, like, dog, I'll drive the extra hour north to Fort Wayne and go to a show at Carl's Tavern and have three times as good a time. What he uh, just yeah, said, true. man, that place is fucking special. Like, yeah. Yeah, I get that. And really, I mean, that's really the only thing stopping me because you're right. The show, the the almost identical show will be going through the Thompson house uh, like a couple yep. weeks after that. Or and somewhere in Columbus or Odd Bodies in Dayton. Like, I don't have to go to. Yeah, I don't got to go to fucking Indianapolis. I went to Indianapolis because my friend was on stage. That was the fucking exactly. number. And my girl's in love with Jelly Roll. Right. So it, it, it is, it, it was what it was. I stated it once again. I'll never go back to that fucking venue. It was one of the worst fucking places. The security is on ho tactics. They don't serve liquor, which I don't drink, but whatever. And both times it's just been, it's been a bit unnecessary the way that the, the way it was with Zool. It just felt like nobody showed up. And then with jelly, it felt like there were too fucking many people. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that place. There's plenty of other venues that, uh, we can go to and we shout them out, but, so that's 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 the wrap up on that one. Shout out once again to Nasty Inc. and fucking Pope for just being Hellfire. And when the yeah, album yeah, drops, you, yeah, he says it again. When the album drops, you motherfuckers have no clue what you're in for. I don't even know yet, but I hear it's dope. Yeah. So the other reason we brought you here is because, like I said, you're an old anime head like I am. And Paul's a Naruto fan, so we can make fun yeah. of him while he runs with his arms behind his back. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> that is the dumbest shit though I don't know why they do that I made fun of that shit before I started watching Naruto I still don't know why they run like that so okay I don't it's, know man like you could just watch Dragon Ball and not catch any of the bullshit uh, I think that actually comes down to when I was searching through Hulu they have both but I think on the Dragon Ball it's they only own, yeah and I was like I try to watch it when I'm doing other stuff so I was like well I can't read something while i'm trying to do work so i had to go with something and you you don't belong here do you know (laughs) do you know what my my number one problem with the sub for dragon ball is though and it's mostly dragon ball z i hate goku's chick voice dog really that that's what's gonna get you yeah man i'm I'm a fan of sean schimmel that's 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 my dude if we're gonna talk about ain't ain't a low octave either no it's not but it's it's definitely not an old japanese woman well right and i don't i don't mind reading in the right like i wa- actually watched a south i think it was a south korean uh drama like a hospital drama watched the whole damn series it was fucking awesome i read every damn word because you had to oh, if it's good enough you'll read it oh it was great but yeah it's just uh usually when i'm watching hulu and shit i'm like editing photos so i gotta do side by side too much work that but uh awesome. ugh. so it's adorable <laughs> so okay <laughs> I guess the easiest way to go about this, because we're just going to do this um, top five right now. What is your top five favorite anime guest? Um, 
in no particular order. No, no, no order necessary. Dragon Ball the entirety, because I'm not going to break up OG, Z, Super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. GT never happened. So <sighs> Dragon Ball, Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, and it's a movie, not a series, but probably Genro. Nice. Um, All right, so... If you gave me one more or locked me only to series, then I would put Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood in there instead of Genro. Okay. All right, so... I guess I will do mine, and then we'll, we'll throw it to the Yeti. Uh, again, no, uns- no, no no certain order. Outlaw Star, <laughs> Trigun, Cowboy Bebop. Oh. I put DB Dragon Ball, I put that in a whole separate category because I can't, if I, if I have to, if I put that in on the list, it takes away other things, and there are other things that I love just as much. So I venerate and I hold Goku as the god he is, but on my list, I put that to a separate section. So here we where we are. We were Outlaw Star, Trigun, uh, Cowboy Bebop, Ronin Warriors, because it was the first one I ever fucking seen as a child. Ronin fucking Warriors, bro. Let's go, God. And then Vampire Hunter D. Uh, Again, one of the first things okay. I've seen. That was one of the first movies I saw. I mean, okay, so okay, yeah, uh, you, you just you got me there. That was a movie. I will say another series. Then let me let me let me give me a thought. Thought Tokyo Ghoul. It's modern. It's new, but it's fucking amazing. Word. Have you checked it out? Yeah, parts mm-hmm. of it. I haven't sat down and, like dedicated time to it. There's only like three like, seasons. I, I probably watched Neon Genesis Evangelion two dozen times, but I keep it off of the list just because it's so incomprehensible that. Mm-hmm. The narratives mm. of other shows beat it out. But if you've never watched that, it's absolutely fantastic. Okay, so that's a recommendation, then. I'll put that on my list. Huh. Um, it's your yeah. turn. It's Let's on see. Netflix right now, I think, actually. With, uh, with a dub, so you don't have to read nothing. Oh, nice. Um, so for me, I don't even know. Let's see. Top, let's see, five. I'm going to... Order, I don't even know. No, order's see. not necessary. Well, I'm definitely, I'm going to actually say Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's got to be Brotherhood. Don't watch that other one. What's the actually, point? I don't know. I watched it before Brotherhood existed, and I was just like, what the fuck is this? Um, then let's see. I actually enjoyed Inuasha. I know. <sighs> I'll, make fun of you. I'll make fun of you when you're done. Yeah, uh-huh. And then let's see. Um, actually... Vampire Hunter D was another one. I fucking love that one. What's the sound of one hand yapping? <laughs> um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, it was just fucking X. And I, wa- I didn't even get to finish it all, but it was just called X. That's such a great name. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, it was one of the first animes I actually saw. Like, I bought it at a Sam Goody when they were still around. <laughs> You're so and, like, old. I just bought like the first one. I was like, okay, well, let's see what this is about. And I was like, take my $30, $40 or whatever. And I got like two episodes. Like, that's cool. And then I was like, ah, this is the trap. Cause I got to go buy there's like 15 of them or something. I was like, I so see what happened. Four. Uh, and then for a fifth one, I would probably say series wise. Oh, Ryuni Kenshin. Ooh. I fucking love that one. Nice. Love to the bateau side. Oh, so good. I really good. thought he was going to say bleach or something like that. <laughs> no, I'm the, one, I'm the one that picked the most modern of, of all the choices. I'm the one that dropped the most yeah. modern one. Hey, fuck you, though. Bleach is good. It's not bad. 
it's really not. No, it's it's just more or less to make fun of people. But back to what we what I was. Well, at least I didn't you. say like Yu Gi Oh or something. Mm. Hey, no bullshit. If you actually watch the non fun the, the non four kids TV version of the first two seasons of Yu Gi Oh, it's actually pretty fucking hardcore. Oh yeah, like, it's they don't, America. They, the they fuck don't out lose of it. their their soul in the shadow realm. You die. There's all kinds of crazy shit, but that, that's besides the point. I was I was ripping on you. Inuyasha is horrible <laughs> because if I how many episodes? It's seven hundred and something, right? Something ungodly. So so okay, let's just do some some quick math. Let's just say you say Kagome and Inuyasha fifteen times in every fucking episode. Go ahead, you do that math because it's gonna hurt my head. <laughs> I hate them both. The only fucking the only person on that show that that's worth a mention is fucking Moroku. I mean, you, so your whole complaint about the whole show is just because they say their names their, too no, much. Their story, their story as a whole, makes me so sick toward the end. It's Kagome, but it's whoever her fucking name is. But it's not her fucking. Oh, name. you didn't it's like the so time links to the vast contrived, bro. Yeah, and I get that. Yeah, I definitely get that. So there's just there's so many fucking episodes. How about I put it on that? But I'll tell you what, those I bet you about too many episodes. Sometimes what I really hate is I get into a fucking anime and I look and I'm like, this is only one season. Oh shit, there's only one fucking season of this. Some of the best shit I've only I've ever watched is one fucking time and it's done. Goddamn mom. Which one is that one? <laughs> Hello, friend. Hi, Chad. Hello. Ah, <laughs> we, we we have we have a redheaded Elmo guest star. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. My my thirteen year old stepsister watched every episode of Inuyasha, and she was a sweet girl, but she was <laughs> fucking weird, bro. I have never met anybody who wasn't fucking weird who liked that show. You know, here's the really crazy part because my daughter the middle daughter she i was informed she's just like me because she has started watching anime i went to go visit the other day and i was picking them up and she's running around the house trying to hide and i was like what the hell are you doing and she has this wig on and i'm like what are you doing she's like i got it from amazon i'm like well what is it and she has bought a cosplay wig for my hero academia which I've never seen, but she fucking loves this I've show. I've been told I should invest my time in this show. I don't understand. You. There's something about eating hair, and I'm just like, I don't, what the fuck? I don't know the things you just said. Those were words, I guess. Those are words, eating <laughs> hair, yeah. Okay, all right, well, we'll, we'll come back to that one. Yeah. Um, this is this is something, since we're talking about anime, This and, and this is something big I get to bring up because of this. Uh, what are y'all's takes on the live-action abortions that they've given us it with some of the some some of the, the these things that we love. Piss off! Tokyo uh, Ghoul was the only one that was bad. Death Note was not good. Or no, Death Note. Yeah, Death Note was the only one that was bad. Every other live action adaptation of Attack an on Titan. Attack on Titan was also not good. Did they do one for Attack on they, Titan? They they did, and unfortunately the the special effects were not up to snuff at the time that I'll they decided to, to make it. I render a verdict, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. But I haven't seen that one. Okay. It was, however, <laughs> the full metal alchemist was great. Even though they only covered about half of the series, the movie was fantastic. The bleach one, even though I didn't really follow the bleach anime, I didn't really like it all that much. I thought it was a little too edgelord for me, a lot. but the live action adaptation 
was absolutely fantastic. I loved every second of it. Okay. Uh, and I told you they did one for Jinro. They they renamed it the Wolf Brigade. It is. I would have watched it and loved every fucking frame, even if it wasn't based off of one of my top five animes. That's lofty praise. And then it, it's good, dude. It, it is legit a good kung fu action movie set in like a a fascist dystopian world with you know some some little red riding hood metaphors i mean it's it's really good and then they're doing cowboy bebop which that's, i am that's what i was ultimately trying to get to so, oh my god john chow as spike has got me just i'm ready to see what he does because i just i feel like he's gonna just he's gonna get that sardonic wit that just he's gonna be what i think I, he loves the series and he himself is excited to play spike and exactly. that's when you get the best performances Correct, and and that's 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 what we talk about when they adapt anything that's that, that nerds love. You have to get someone who's in, invested in the project, not someone who's just there for for the paycheck. But um, the other thing that makes me happy about it is the the, the guy who was in Luke Cage uh, season two as Bushmaster. He's 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 playing uh, he's playing Jet. Uh, I yeah. don't know who's Faye. You told me this, and I've forgotten. So, do you know who's Faye? No, I said I was. I'm not sure who's Faye. I did read something, however, that they were they were talking about how Ayn will no longer be a Welsh Corgi, which kind of pisses me off. They said something about a Husky or something, maybe. Well, I mean, what's the but, point of making that dog a Husky? I don't know what? why they just don't make the fucking dog CG. That's what I said. Done with it. Why wouldn't you just CGI a goddamn, uh, a goddamn Welsh Corgi in there? Uh, it, I mean, it, he does shit. He does shit in the context of the show because of his his intelligence. Mm-hmm. That it, because he's a data dog. It would be a nightmare to train a real dog to do anyway. Yeah, yeah. So you're so going to be, be using CGI for a lot of what the dog does, except when he's like sitting there. <laughs> it's just such it's just such so, a cl- it's such a classic image of that that the, 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 the little the little guy rolling with rolling, rolling with radical Edward. There there you go. Well, who else who else is Ed? They got they got a lot. Uh, now Ed's going to be weird. Now, do you cast an effeminate boy? Is Ed, or do you cast a very androgynous girl? I feel like you. I feel Ed's like you, girl. Yeah, Ed's a girl. I feel like you stick with the gender and you go with a very, very, uh, a very androgynous girl, more similar to what uh, Eleven looked like in the beginning of Stranger Things. Yeah, but I mean, you got to find one that's like 16, 17 years old. It's like, you'd have to tap Dakota Fanning and hope that her ass never filled out. Yeah, pretty much. You know I mean? you, yeah, you would you would have to definitely do some shit like that because, I mean, what, what what boy could you see be in the role? I mean, you'd have to skinny. I don't ups. know. I just think it would be it would be much easier to find a very slender fifteen year old boy than it would be a fifteen year old girl with absolutely no feminine attributes. This is true, especially if they want to continue doing this on on more than just one run. And really, I mean, sorry, Paul, but the way the social climate of the United States is going anyway, it shouldn't be that hard to find one. <laughs> Wait, what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Just gonna let that one float off into the ether. Cowboy Bebop live adaptation, man. As long as they retain this the sense of space that, that it had. Just that the cool. show was huge as far that, as the ground it covered. Like just the just episodes like Heavy Metal Queen, yeah. where they spend mostly the entire show. In space, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, they're just—it's going to fall a lot on character dialogue because if they do it properly, 
it's going to be very character driven. I don't want to see it become, you know, all boom, boom, pew, pews. And then because it's not what it was. Because Spike has an incredible arc through the entirety of (sighs) Cowboy. I'm going to say this right now. One of the most tragic fucking endings to anything I've ever watched. There, There are a few times that I cried like the way when Spike fucking died. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna say it with not a shame not an ounce of shame in my heart bro that that broke me as a young man uh, no see like it's not an anime but, but Stranger Things really elicited such an emotional response for me at the end of every fucking season Bob Bob Hurt dog gonna, gonna say that no oh. no now how funny is this that Bob newbie died in his first season because he didn't know the maps. He had to have some screen pick peeking bitch try to walk him out of there. Yeah. And the noob died because he didn't know the maps. Like that's how subtle the writing is in Stranger Things. And it's so fucking good. <laughs> have you watched it yet? I thought uh, you told me you haven't watched it. Yeah, I watched like uh, a couple of episodes of season one. I mean, people talk shit and they're like, oh, it's just, you know, nostalgia. And it is, but it, it's nostalgia that's wrapped around uh, genius if, writing. If a and d campaign came to life is I what hear, I attributed. Because I the, dice the, the floor. references are in there so fucking thick that that's essentially what it is. It's a love letter to Dungeons and Dragons and the power of imagination. I, I'm, I'm I'm so fucking for that, and I'm working on something, bro. I'm gonna message you when we're done with this. I need to you need let you to, know, bro, because I've been thinking it like I, I am that little buyer's boy in season three. Like, can we just play D and D now? <laughs> and I I told you that the minute you upgrade to an adult console and buy yourself a PS4, I've got like three different games that are D and D style, maybe even four, because I got a couple Warhammer games too that are co-op. And, like, we don't even need the tabletop. We could literally play on the console and still get the turn-based action and, and the strategy and the all of that. Well, this is some shit that's, that's happening because, like, there was a major fucking uh, smash to my, my actual troop. I'm not going to go into my personal details, but shit yeah. got fucked. And it's pretty much made this almost unrepairable. So I'm searching for outside outlets for my fucking nerddom. I was... There, that's the perfect fucking segue. I was at a goddamn medieval castle yesterday. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. Like, okay, so we'll, we'll just, we'll drop the fact that the guy who started it was all fucking, he did it for religion's aspect and like he was trying to recreate the Knights of the Round Table, but they called it the, the Knights of the Golden Path, which is the Ten Commandments. You can hear me jacking off in the background. But we'll, 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 we'll skip past that and just say that I was in a medieval fucking temple or a medieval church. There were parapets. There were swords every fucking where I, I, my DM boner was gigantic. I, I was so like immersed in all of it and I can't wait to fucking roll some dice or however it ends up playing out. But, uh, we have veered directly off topic again, which we're good for. <laughs> you can let me hit that. Yeah. So fucking, fucking just sipping on it. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, I guess the, the best way to wrap up this whole the, the whole anime thing uh, is that D and D always trumps it. D and D always <laughs> trumps it. D and D always trumps everything. I'm sorry. Since I was fucking 13 years old, I chose D and D over vagina once. I'm gonna t- say this out loud. 
I've never done that. All right, fuck it. But I, I, this is a story. I, I did catch a blowjob while raiding Ice Crown Citadel of World of Warcraft one time. That is epic, you can, bro. You can have both. You can you can have both. Cake and eat it. You can have your cake and you can eat it. <laughs> okay. So all right. I, all right. I've I've, bre- I've breached this. I'm I'm gonna share this. All right. So when I was younger, I think it was like 23. I was in and out of jail a lot because I was a fucking horrible person. And I had a court date with a potential jail time sitting over my head. And the girl I was with at the time, she was like, uh, she was really clingy. We'd only been together for, for a few weeks and I was already trying to get my way out the fucking door. But I told her, you know, I really want to see you after this is over anyway. So, you know, hold on. What was that? If you wanted to get away from her, you should have just went to jail. (laughs) <laughs> right right so let her go so I, I i get a continuance at court i dodge the bullet and um i go to my homie's house and this is before i'm supposed to meet up with her later on so i start smoking and kicking it and chilling and it's decided we're gonna play some D to celebrate the fact that i didn't go to jail so we're at my apartment we're doing <laughs> this that's thing. not the nerdiest fucking shit i've ever heard fuck no, yeah fuck man that. i respect the fuck out of that bro so yeah that's how we're celebrating is we're fucking rolling dice way to use your time Fucking A, it kept me, it, it started, it, honestly, it's what started keeping me out of trouble, but I'll go back to where I was at. So we're at my apartment, we're balls deep in this fucking session, and it's getting good. And there's a knock at the fucking door, and it dawns on me, oh, fuck, she's fucking here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so she comes up, she shows up, she paid gas money to come meet me. Gave this dude money, gave like her roommate or something money to, to come to, to my apartment. She shows up. She's like, well, I'm here. And I'm like, well, I need you to go. <laughs> she's like, but I, I came here for you. And I was like, yeah, but I'm oh, doing this man. now. And she's like, but I gave him you gas You should have told her to fucking roll for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So she says, I gave him gas money. I pulled a 10 out of my pocket and said, here, go away. That's hilarious. No, I'm going. You should have made her roll for it. I definitely should have made her. I definitely should have made her fucking roll for it. Now that you say it, that would have been pretty fun. Yeah, that's that's definitely a a, a trip back into my scumbag history. I wonder why my life sucks sometimes. Karma's a motherfucker. It really is. Karma doesn't exist, bro. That's all you. (laughs) Oh, that's deep. That's more deeply philosophical than we got time here. (laughs) So. I think that this will be a good part to uh, let you go, and um, right. we—I will message you. Uh, we'll talk about that D and D shit, uh, fucking, in about twenty minutes or so. I got at you, dog. Thank you for dropping by once again. That motherfucker well, Jenkins. Ooh, ooh, you got some shit coming up. You want to plug it? Um, we're at Lex the Hexmaster in Independence, Kentucky, on the twenty seventh. Um, and then really, dude, it's just. One week to the gathering. It's the motherfucking the gathering. The gathering. Poor shit that happens there. We got multiple homies performing. I'm turning my phone off. Party. It's always fun. <laughs> You're getting Mary. fucking married. I, get I don't mention that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't want to just gloss <laughs> over that. Yeah, I get yeah, married. I get ah. Dude, you're going to have like the but, dopest uh, honeymoon ever. It's going to be good fun, man. So I'll holler at y'all later. Yep. Guild, guild. Guild, guild, son. <laughs> we'll see you, man. Okay. And a lot of crazy things that have gone down. Um, 
I won't go bit by bit, but I'll just tell you how it's been. AEW has now had three successful uh, live events. We won't call them pay-per-views because there was only one of them that you had to actually fucking pay for. And thus far, the three things they've done is light years better than anything WWE is putting on besides NXT right now. Well, I think most people's question, at least from what little bit of research, yeah, I looked. Ha! Uh, Most people's concern is how long can they keep that quality up? Because right now you're looking at three shows. Yeah, we've done three shows. Which essentially in the way they were formatted is kind of like more of the pay-per-view big-time show. Now, can they translate to that to a week-to-week show-after-show story that's going to work and stay of a high quality or is you, are you going to see that slip over time now here's how i'm i'm, I'm going to answer this first of all i think the first thing they'll do right is that they won't have a three-hour program there's there's one yeah that is a three hours is a bit fucking they'll crazy. probably they'll probably do an hour and a half to two hours like an old school fucking uh monday night raw used to feel like the war zone you remember I mean, do you? I mean, who the fuck needs a three-hour show anyway? It's a lot of time to fill, and it's more time, honestly, to just get commercials. But we'll get to that point in a second. <laughs> so here, here, here is the other reason why I'm going to tell you why I think, and I'm only saying I'm going to think. I'm not guaranteeing, but why I think they'll have a real good shot at TV is they have Chris Jericho, they have uh, Jerry Lynn, they have um, Billy Gunn. Um, Tommy Dreamer, I think, is involved. Uh, there's, a f- there's a few very big names who understand how a weekly episodic television show is supposed to be written and produced and shot. And Jim Ross is also another name, uh, th- the name in, in color commentary. Now, a lot of people think that their commentary team is weak, and I'm going to say if they, li- if they nixed the fat nerd on the far left and it was just Excalibur, the guy in the mask, and Jim Ross... I think that they would have a pretty good team. Maybe bring in uh, another, maybe see if you couldn't bring in Amy Dumas, you know, fucking Lita. If you could, if you could swing Jim Ross, why couldn't you get her involved? All right. So you see, and that the thing with that is going to be the next issue that a lot of people have. They, their, their whole thing was, we're not going to be them. But it's been an awful lot of picking off these legends, and now they're using those. And I know that's causing a lot of people to be like, well, you're using an awful lot of old talent. They're using them off screen, though. They're using them in ways that the WWE had stopped using. Dean Malenko, there's another fucking name that they have that is involved in their writing slash producing and that's that's producing matches. That's they've got him as an agent. And Dean was one of the major agents in WWE. And I don't know if you know. We'll, we'll peek behind the curtain if you know what, what the point of an agent is. What that dude does is he gets with the wrestlers, and then they go over and they create the match. It, it's it's two guys, but it's also a guy from the office, as far as WWE is concerned, and as far as most places are. But they usually just call him a booker. But. Uh, the other thing I, I feel like that AEW has in their favor is that it's just a lot of talent that people have never seen. And I know that people think, oh, that, that means that they're not going to watch. If you have tuned in to any of these 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 Fighter Fest, Fight for the Fallen, uh, Double or Nothing, any of it, you got a decent uh, 
an understanding of who's on their roster right now. Plus, if you're an indie mark, you've been watching most of these guys for fucking years. The new, the new, that's that's what is really pushing them. And and I, I don't ever think, I really don't ever think they'll knock WWE off its top perch. They won't. But they'll be a viable second brand and a competition. And I've said it again, they'll be the Marks brand. It'll be the people, the people who watch ROH, the people who watch New Japan, the people who watch PWG. These are going to be their fan base. They're not looking for the kid who wants to wear the, wear the Rey Mysterio mask. They're trying to find, you know, 35 year old me who wants to wear a Kenny Omega T-shirt. It's 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 they know they know who their fucking audience is. That's that's another thing that they definitely have in their favor. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Because I'm going to I'm going to hit you with something. I'm going to show you what what WWE is intending to do to fix or to, to at least remain competitive. No go. They have brought back two of the only other names that have ever given them problems with competition. They have they brought Eric Bischoff to run SmackDown and Paul motherfucking Heyman. That's right. Paul Lee dangerously is sitting in the chair to run Raw. Now. I'm an old ECW head, and I'm going to tell you what Paul Heyman does is he takes guys who have limited weaknesses and he highlights their strengths to where you can't see their weaknesses, or at least until their weaknesses can be faded out. It's just it's it's he's 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 great at making talent look great, and I hope, sweet Jesus, I hope with the change in power backstage it doesn't translate to a change of power on screen because I don't want any more on-screen authority figures. I mean, I know that we're going to get that from Paul and Eric. I know we're going to, but I'm just, it's, it's tried and true and it's over. I'm over with it. it. Evil Mr. McMahon was the best at it and nobody's done it better since. But I'm talking shit when I was trying to give props. Uh, Bischoff was, had his finger on the button at what time was probably one of the coolest points in wrestling the fucking nwo the beginning of the cool heel you know the one you wanted to fucking cheer and you weren't supposed to but you did anyway and it's it's like wwe for all their jokes and all their acting like they're not scared they're doing things that show they're paying attention to what aew's doing they're definitely it's it's going to be a war and the thing is is it, i don't feel like aew wants the war cuz <laughs> It's, it's still, too, again, it, I come back to the new. It's still too new for them to to knock the big boys off the perch, but they've definitely made the dragon turn its head. And they're definitely being looked at right now. So maybe they shouldn't have poked him with a stick so soon. Meh. We'll see. Well. He, he, who, he who dares wins, I believe, is a Brit, British SAS uh, fucking catchphrase. Well, we'll see what it is that uh, AEW is able to do uh, in the next couple months, years, see if it turns into something like what they used to be and can push each other, hopefully, to maybe wrestling will actually be... I don't think it'll ever be as big as it was. No, the Attitude Era is never going to be reached again. That's maybe beyond that, but maybe hopefully we can at least see a return to some kind of I don't know what the hell's the word I'm looking for. Um, Renaissance. Yeah, a little bit, just sort of to where it's more. There's more watchers. It's more. It's because well, then it was everywhere. It was in everything besides just wrestling. It was. It was. That's that's kind of the best part about AEW is it gives the guys another place to work, and that's never a bad thing. 
Right. But so now I get to be angry because there's some things that have taken place recently that just turn my fucking stomach. I'll get right out of the way. Brock <laughs> Lesnar is the universal champion again. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Brock Lesnar I mean, forever. You Hashtag knew it was fuck Brock happen. Lesnar forever. I mean, no, I didn't. As... No, I genuinely hope they might keep him away from the title picture long enough. Although it might just be a, it might just be a soft reboot and they're going to put it back on Rollins at SummerSlam because that's when they're having their rematch. I mean, he had the damn briefcase. He was going to use it something on somebody. I, I, I like the idea of him just sitting on it for a fucking year because, you know, I kind of hate him. Well, yeah. But I will say this. This takes Baron Corbin out of the, the, the title picture. And I I hate I actually hate Baron Corbin more than Brock Lesnar because at least Brock Lesnar is a... Uh, uh, what's the word I want now? I'm forgetting my words. He's a, he's an attraction. He's a special event. Baron Corbin is, is, is hot, hot, hot garbage as it floats down a river of shit. And, and it seems like the WWE has also decided that the blonde, the blonde equivalent to him, Lacey Evans is also not worth the title because they didn't give it to her either. When Becky Lynch beat her twice, three times, actually. It's 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 been it's been an interesting way of things, and the thing that I think is really funny now is that they're really really overexposing Seth and Becky's relationship, like, and it's making people sick of them, like oh. the, like that they're a Hollywood couple. And oh, so you think it's gonna sort of make people turn on the that whole? I really hope not, because Becky's doing some of the best work of her career. But yeah, it's it's a, a lot of people are like, we don't give a fuck about the fact that they're together off screen like they've got okay seth rollins nickname used to be and still is the man becky lynch's nickname is the man they have a seth rollins the man's no they have a seth rollins shirt that says the man's man Uh, come on now why who's uh, really wearing that and if you do and if you are wearing that you need to take a hard look at yourself in the fucking mirror and reevaluate some life choices and then punch yourself in the dick and then punch yourself in the dick i like the exclamation point and if you're a oh, woman God. and you don't have a dick, find someone and punch them in the dick. Or punch yourself in like punch yourself in the pooper. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Okay. We're we're moving past that one. <laughs> Shane McMahon is also dominating all of SmackDown. Which that you know what? I don't watch that much, and every time I fucking watch, that motherfucker is on and I'm like, and this motherfucker's gonna lose. No. The fucker keeps winning and it's stupid. And here's the thing, like a few years ago. Shane was more than a few years. We'll say 10 years. Shane McMahon was doing things a goddamn billionaire son didn't have to do. And that's why we as fans respected him. Bro, you didn't have to show throw a shooting star press. You didn't have to fall off the Titan Tron. That's cool. That's cool. We get it. Go the fuck away. Yeah. Go the fuck away. But now this, this is this you'll enjoy. Kevin Owens has kind of stepped into a pseudo uh, stone cold uh, position. Like he's cutting promos where he's completely tearing apart Shane and and he his finisher is now a stunner and rumor has it that these promos he's cutting are off script Ooh. Ooh. so are you telling me he's gonna be fuck the fuck fuck the system he's gonna be that guy I think so and you know fucking what good for him Kevin Owens slash Kevin Steen is a great fucking baby face he's got comedic timing for when they need him to laugh he's fucking amazing in the ring and does things fat guys should not be able to do they can call him the copperhead 
don't know what the fuck they want to call him. Canadian. They could call him the Canadian rattlesnake. Who gives a shit? Canadian rattlesnake. I don't give a fuck. His stunner looks clean. I used to bitch about it when he first started doing it, but it's it looks good. Um, and per Stone Cold, if anybody uses the stunner, it has to be a finish, and motherfuckers have to be pinned by it. I also like that because who who how, why the fuck would want to. They already did it to the DDT. They made the DDT. Uh, it was the most devastating wrestling hold ever at one time next to the pile driver. And now it's a transition move. Well, fuck the pile driver's transmission move too anyway, but it's kind of that power creep because it's in everything. Because once you've seen something, it's like, well, we got to give them something even bigger and better. And then eventually it's just like, well, that old move that used to be the shit is like a regular ass move. It's kind of like when games, you beat a boss and then later they show up as just a regular ass dude in the game. It's kind of that effect. If video games are real inside the system when you're not playing it, that's like such a demotion. Homie goes home and his wife's pissed off. Like, oh, God. oh, you used to you used to rule level two. Look at you. Now you just a sub boss on level five. You little bitch. You little bitch. Oh God. Um the sound of that lighter means I'm running out of things to talk about. Man, I'll probably be able to chop that shit out. Anyway. I want uh, you to leave it in. So wrestling. Um that's sort of what's going on. What do they? So what's the next big thing? That's like what's the future? Summers. Like? Oh, ooh, Bray Wyatt finally redebuted a, a, after this Firefly reunion or this Firefly Funhouse shit. He finally, finally came back, and he attacked a one Finn Balor. Big talk on this. Do you know anything about the demon gimmick that Finn has? You never, you never watched it when you've been over at my house. Like you've never seen highlights of it or whatever. Okay. Imagine it's like he becomes a different person. He wears like this this crazy like face paint and it's supposed to bring out a different part of his personality. And the reason why this is cool is because thus far, aside from one match in NXT, when Balor's in paint, he's undefeated. I tell you right now, this match they have, Bray Wyatt and Balor at SummerSlam, Bray Wyatt beats Finn Balor, Demon Finn Balor. In the demon form. In the demon form. Oh, shit. It's over 9,000. Oh, shit. It's over 9,000. All right. Speaking of over 9,000, that's what the fucking temperature has been like this week. But. Fuck you, son. Fuck you and your stupid fucking rays. But it's all right because I have already (coughs) looked ahead using the magical fucking internet box of my phone. Gathering forecast, y'all. And I have checked what the temperature is supposed to be for the week of the gathering. And honestly, it's not going to be that bad as far as temperature. Um, it's supposed to be in the upper 80s. So, Which is a break from this heat wave we've been fucking right. living in. Um, Global so, warming isn't real, though. But we are from Indiana, so we are used to Indiana... And what we're going to have is there's like a 50% or so chance of thunderstorms every day. Which means it's going to piss for about 10 minutes. And then when it stops, it's going to feel like a 35-pound fucking weight on your chest as you walk through the air. The humidity is no fucking joke. It's just going to be hot and it's going to suck. And y'all are going to learn what muggy is. Swamp ass. Bring a fucking baby powder. Bring the baby powder. And... If you're interested, you get that menthol kind and you can go gnomon. And if you don't know what that is, you owe yourself to find out what that's about. I don't want to know what that is and I don't want you to tell me. So why don't you give them what the actual forecast is going to be so, from day to day? All right. So I'm going to go with um, 
Let me pull it up here again because the damn shit closed. Technology. Technology is the shit. Um, all right, here we go. So the weather report for Springville during the week of the gathering, it's saying that it's supposed to be um, on Tuesday, the day before when a lot of people are going to be showing that's up. That's for us parking lot partiers. Uh, it's actually showing... Um, there's no way that that is correct. It says 30. <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure what the hell that's about. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I think, okay, now. Are you said in Celsius? My phone wanted to show us the temperature in Celsius for We're some fucking reason. American. Oh, my God. Fuck this phone. Where's the button that says America? Thank you, Weather Channel. Fucking Jesus. All right, so let's get temperatures that make sense in America. All right, here we go. So, on Tuesday, July 30th, the day before the gathering. Parking lot party. We're looking at 88 degrees for your high with a low of 70. Uh, it's calling for a 40% chance of thunderstorms. Like we said, there's a chance, which means it'll probably tease storms and just get fucking all thick and hot and shitty as hell. The weather somehow... The, the air somehow wet, even though it's hot. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Um, and Tuesday, Wednesday is 87 with a low of 69, 50% chance. Uh, Thursday, you're looking at 87, 69 for a low, 40% chance. Friday, 88 with a low of 69, 40% chance. I mean, it's a fucking pattern here. It's pretty much going to be... 88 89 right low high 80s uh with a 40 percent chance of rain for the whole week of there so for all you OGers, it sounds like we're returning to the gathering of the muddalos fucking i hope it doesn't and we uh, that's the problem it's either going to be rainy as shit and it's going to be muddy and it's going to be fucking nasty or it's going to be hot as shit and just impossible to want to move so really pick your poison, fucking Indiana. Thanks. Want to hit y'all up just to remind you, we will be trying to do a special episode from The Gathering featuring Jay Bazaar and the Sniper 614 just to remind you of some freshness we got planned. Yeah, we're definitely going to work on getting those interviews taken care of and getting that shit done. Um, we're hoping to get a lot of cool shit while we're up there. Um, fucking like, share, subscribe. You know how to do it. Yeah, fucking check us out. Instagram, Twitter, fucking we don't really fuck with that shit. You can't find me anywhere. You can't find him anywhere, but find us on Facebook. Picture it didn't happen. You can find us on the website, awanderingyeti.com. Check us out. Let your friends know about this shit. Fucking check us out next week. We'll catch you motherfuckers motherfuckers at the gathering. Peace.